2208 W200 Desire Spiritual Hallelujah. I really be blessed today. I don't know. I could go home. <laughs> Amen. And I'm I'm kind of in that place that I have all kinds of things just running through me. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, okay, well, we just we just start a bit. Whoever we end up. <laughs> so follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts. Thank you, Lord. Or full after charity and desire spirituals. Desire spirituals. Or things that pertain to the spirit. You know, 1 Corinthians 12 says, now concerning spiritual gifts. You know, the gifts there is not there. It's in italics. So it is concerning spirituals. Amen concerning spirituals or things that pertain to the spirit so follow after charity or follow after love and desire spirituals but rather that ye may prophesy amen thank you lord but rather that ye may prophesy. Tell your neighbor now. You too can prophesy. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes in church, I don't know why I should greet. To be honest, really, that's why sometimes, sometimes I don't know if I should greet all the pastors and tell the pastors, you know, well done, or you guys are really trying, amen. Sometimes I want to greet POP, like today, I want to really greet POP, amen. Then I want to greet the prayer unit. Then when I think, then when I, when I, when I think of work, the people work and suffering, I want to greet technical, <laughs> amen. Healing team. Honestly speaking, sometimes I don't know who I should greet. So I greet all of you. Okay. Yeah, you are trying. You are trying, you are trying, you are trying. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, so the Bible tells us that we should follow love and we should desire spirituals. Desire it. Desire spirituals. 
Amen. You know, I completely concur with you know some words right here today. Revival. Amen. But we have to desire spirituals. Well, you know, those days I we used to listen to Mike Mudok. I don't remember last time I listened to him. But you know, he said something. And I don't know why nobody forgets what he says that time. But everybody remember that he said that the proof of desire is pursuit. Amen. The proof of desire is pursuit. So if we are desiring spirituals, we pursue it. We pursue them. We will learn about them. Amen. We go where they are happening. How many of you have seen these guys that they call them? Is it wind chasers? What do they call them? Storm chasers. Have you seen storm chasers? I don't know what kind of job that is. Honestly speaking. But there are people, real people in this world that when a tornado is doing, they will jump into their car and start pursuing it. It's a job. They will now, they will now put something inside the storm. You know, they will now start taking measurements. That's a real job. I don't know about you. When I see tornado, I take over. <laughs> I take over. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I take over. What's the guy just said? You know, I know movies the guys are doing. I've seen one movie that they, the thing carried cow. I don't know if it can carry cow. But it carried a cow. It carried a car. Then I should chase it. How come? How will I be chasing that kind of thing? It carried this. Amen. Hallelujah. And these guys, they are storm chasers. They, they pursue this thing. As in, they're just waiting. They're just prime. Tornado is happening here. The Bible now tells us to pursue spirituals. Desire it. Desire it. Well, first of all, we have to know it. You cannot pursue something you're not, you don't know. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. You can't pursue something you don't know. You always will be chasing the wrong thing. You chase the wrong thing. Completely, you chase the wrong thing. Don't say, follow that cow. You think it's cow, you follow. Follow that cow, you follow cow. Because you don't know the difference between cow anchor amen then he gave an interesting clause but rather that ye may prophesy let me verse 2 and 3 then kind of up to 4 rather ah uh, what's this oh five so for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God, for no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries? But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edified himself, 
but he that prophesied edified the church i would rather that ye all speak with tongues i would that ye all speak with tongues but rather that ye prophesied for greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues except he interpret that the church may receive edifying hallelujah let me read verse 20 um 24 is it where am i 26 yes how is it then brethren when you come together every one of you hath a psalm hath a doctrine hath a tongue hath a revelation hath an interpretation let all things be done unto a divine let's read again how is it then brethren so we know he's talking to brethren when you come together every one of you had a psalm had a doctrine had a tongue had a revelation had an interpretation but what let all things be done what unto a divine you know can Higgin brought something to my attention that i had not known until you know he was teaching it in books that it will seem that when the early church when they came to church they came because they had something thank you sir thank amen you, sir. thank you sir but now when people come to church they come to come and get something yes. Amen. I'll say it again. The early church, it seemed that when they came to church, they came because they had something. Had. Every one of you hath. Hath a psalm. Hath a doctrine. Hath a tongue. Hath a interpretation. Hath a revelation. Every one of you hath. Or has. Or had. Choose one. But now, it will seem that when people come to church, they come to get something amen you know the first verse we read you know many people don't know God wants them and God wants them and expects them to prophesy I'm reading the testament so talk to your neighbor again and tell the person you too can prophesy Hello? You too can prophesy. I find myself, I find myself answering, you know, thinking along this line and answering questions along this line and along the area of faith. You see, let me say something about revival. Amen. It is God's word that will start it and it's God's word that will sustain it. Yeah. No, do you know prayer is from God's word? Though. Yeah. So you know you don't you don't you can't just wake up and pray any prayer you like. Yeah. God keep my enemy, God keep my enemy. No, they will not die. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. They will not die because there's no scripture you can stand on to pray what? God keep my enemy. If God kills your enemy, it's his own prerogative because vengeance is mine. Amen. God is the one that will fight for you. Hallelujah. But God knows how he will do his thing. 
Yeah. Just leave the person. Amen. Just walk in love and leave. Leave it. Leave the thing for the person. Leave the person and God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we cannot. God, let him die by fire. You know, you know, yeah, you know some, some things. You, do, do you know how? Do you know whether he's going to repent soon? You know, thank God we sang about the mercy of God today. You'll be praying for your enemy to die, but God is extending his mercies. <laughs> God is extending his mercies. He said, let me give him one more day. Let me give him one more year. Let me give him ten more years. Be there, I'll be praying. <laughs> yes. God is, see, God is long-suffering. Long suffering, long. Let me say something. Some of you don't want to forgive people. God is long suffering. No? Yes, the Lord is merciful. The Lord is gracious and pleasures His mercy. Slow to anger and of greater seed. You go wait, oh, and anything will happen. The person, if he get born again, yeah. if he become minister, if he they preach gospel, you see the vex. When you did there, <laughs> you see they pray. <laughs> yeah, this is why we sing that song that our children are singing, let it go, let it go. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Look, no, no, seriously, I know that thing is painful, but let it go. Yeah. You are born again. Now the love of God is shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost which is giving you. The love of God is shed abroad in your heart. I always say it. I think this week I even told someone. You see my favorite chapter in the Bible school is born again. That I am born again. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't. There's no matter how many times I teach it or read it or preach it or think about it, I can't get over the fact that I'm born again. Yeah. Amen. It's too much. It's just too much that I'm born. Do you understand? Amen. It's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm born again. Yeah. Never miss Hallelujah. There's some things I don't think about because I'm born again. Yes, sir. Truly, people are like, hey, 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 what's that one? Believers in the hand of an angry God. Uh, sorry, sinners in the hands of an angry God. I'm like, I'm not there. When they're talking about hell, I'm like, I'm not there. Amen. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's some things body get your souls. It just solves it. No, 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 Tori, no, no, still English. Born again, just solve it. I don't want to get into it, but one mama was telling me yesterday, and you know, it's, all your past sins, all your past sins, everything you'll be doing in your life, all your sins, all those things, he's pursuing you. God is catching up with you. Born again, just solves it. Yeah. But if any man be in Christ, He's a new creature. Hey, <laughs> all these they are passed away. 
sister, sister, give me five. Give me five. Give me, give me five. Emma, all things are possible. Behold, shine your eye. All things have become new. Emma, you see, I'm born again right now. Right now. The Holy Ghost is dwelling in me. You see, I don't have to be. I don't. You, you know the you know the psalm song. I lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. You know you are looking about now, 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 right now we have a helper in us. Amen. In fact, this helper is not just giving us wisdom. Do you know the help of the Holy Ghost is even affecting our human bodies? What was Romans? What does it say in, verse, in Romans 8? If he, if he, if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you. Hi. No, stop. Don't you think? Think about it. Think about it. That the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead. No, do you understand how all the demons in, in hell, they gathered to kill Jesus and to keep him there but if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you he that raised Christ from the dead shall quickly give life to your dead tomb bodies I better tell you about I'm born again Jerry. <laughs> hallelujah and we are learning to appropriate this life Amen. I'm born again. I, I don't know. I, I, it just fits me. Hallelujah. I'm born again. It's just too much. It's just too much. It's the sweetest thing. The coolest thing. If I may use our lingo now. So the Bible implores us. To separate ourselves that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost Bible implores us and let me beg let me beg people who are not married I beg I beg born again is the beginning Born again is the beginning. If you want to marry, born again is the beginning. See, the, the, the things we read, I was saying something this week. You see, the things we read in the Bible, it applies to those who are born again. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I didn't say you went and marked something. Are you a Christian? You mark a Christian. Are you born again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh. It only applies to oh, these laws. I cannot, you cannot, I cannot talk to someone who is not born again about the law of love. Yeah. I can't. How? There's no, there's no, yes. You see, let me say, you see, you, see, you know, sometimes, yeah. some of these, some of these talks and argument I hear is because I know that you, you're not born again. It's when you're born again, it's easy to submit. Tell you, love will make you look stupid, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. K. 
Kenny Hagin said that. Oh, I love that man. God bless that man. That man has blessed us. Yes, Amen. You know, he says, if you're walking in love, people will think you have a defect in your character. I was like, I, I remember that. I remember stopping the tape and stop. I said, let me think about this thing very well. People will think I have a defect because you let things go. Yeah, they do things. You just let it go. People will come meet you. This guy, why is it this? You don't agree. You don't agree. You should stop him. You should shut. I look, see. <laughs> some people came to catch Jesus. Jesus. Some people came to catch him. The apostle removed knife. Come out the ear first. Come out. <laughs> come. Then they don't even see your come out the ear. Jesus said, you don't know the spirit you're of. And you see, spirituals are available to us because we are born again. Amen. Brethren, how is it then, brethren? Who is he talking to? To us, to born again people, brethren. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you too can prophesy. Amen. Now, let me, let me deal with something. God will tie it all together. Amen. Let me deal with something. Come back. So, so up till, um, honestly, up till this morning, I had to send, I had some people that sent me voice notes, questions, and I had to reply. I think this morning was the first time I used voice notes. I don't remember using it before. So I tried it. I was like, hey, this is nice. This is all typing, all this typing. Don't put typing. Amen. Anyway. So I had to send some voice notes back. So, because someone chatted me, they have questions. And I'm like, okay, okay. But yes, these questions. Yesterday night's questions was about faith, you know, and confession. Um, let me not get into it because that's really not my subject. But let me deal with the first thing I told the person, and it will help us. Amen. And that is, you see that you cannot make something as doctrine. You cannot make someone's experience as doctrine. Amen. Hello. You cannot take your experience or somebody else's experience as doctrine when you don't have God's word to stand on. See, believe it or not, everybody will have something peculiar with them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everyone has so because you are, you are gifted in certain areas, so you have something peculiar with you. But because you have something peculiar with you and I like it, I cannot make it doctrine. I say, God, this one must happen to me. God, this one must happen to me. That's why I give the people an example. I'm saying it because, you know, I'm just saying. For example, there's a man of God. Many of you may know, but you may not know. Amen. But it's a man of God. According to the man of God, every day money enters my account. 
you cannot take that one as doctrine hello it is his experience amen hallelujah there is no scripture to stand on that every day money should enter my account some of us is like money is leaving our account every day <laughs> but you see you, you now you cannot put yourself under that condemnation because you know, I've started feeling working around saying, hmm, this person, money is always entering his account every day, you know? Money is leaving my home. There's something wrong with me. No. My faith is not good enough. Hey, oh, if I had this person's faith. Uh, why are you quiet? I'm just teaching you, though. It's just the truth. <laughs> you can't stand on that. And I see, I see a lot of believers, you start feeling bad. Because so so you like in the name of Jesus and you, you see you see I'm saying this because faith is based on God's word. I know we say it. it it's that simple statement, yeah. but it has great implication. Yeah. Go to the God's word and find where you can stand on that money should enter your account every day. Yeah. You, you can't we say it faith is based on God's word, but you see we don't understand what it means. Faith is based on God's word. By the time you apply this principle, you'll be, you'll be amazed about what is not faith again. Yeah. Not your neighbor. Say faith is based on God's word. Faith is based on God's word. It means it is. I can't trust God for something I cannot see in God's word. There is no way to walk. Amen. So thank God for people's experiences, and thank God for specific things to people that God. Because it could be, because you see, that could be a manifestation of the spirit. Yeah. We have seen it in the Bible. Yes, yes. Amen. Yes. The cruise of oil did not fail. Yes. But you cannot go and claim the cruise of oil. No. <laughs> Hello. That was a manifestation of the spirit. Yes. Amen. So if that manifestation is not to you, you can't claim it. I'm saying it because I, I'm saying I'm saying it talking. I'm saying it because when it comes to state of faith, revival, you must understand. You must tell the difference between what is the manifestation of spirit and what is by faith. If something's happening towards somebody, you cannot be doing that. It's not every time Jesus sent the apostles to go to the river to go and fetch to and the first fish will have gold in their mouth. It's not every time. Exactly. You, you can't now form it. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to live a Kaduna. Hallelujah. <laughs> then you throw it aside. <laughs> oh, no fish. No fish. Crocodile. You you can't do that. Amen. I know I'm saying this. I, I don't, you know, we, you know, you know.
know that you know that something in your head is telling you that that is true. Right. But we do it spiritually, yo. Yeah. We will carry spiritual. Yeah. You can't do that. Pastor Jessica, this is your laugh. <laughs> Have you heard the testimony? <laughs> Amen. You, you can't do that. You cannot. Church, I will say it again and again. Don't carry people's experience and make it doctrine. Just stand on God's word. Let God, let God do to you what he wants to do to you. You too, you may have your own cruise of oil somewhere else or something. Amen. Hallelujah. But don't go thank God for the person's life. But don't go standing. You say, no, God, that's the one I want. That's the one you want. I, I give another example. I went to Lagos to uh, my, uh, my Duke's brother-in-law. He's a pastor, you know. They picked me from the airport. And um, there was another pastor in the car. And that time, Bishop Oedipo just bought one land. So I was in the car and I was sitting and these guys were like, huh? Bishop Oedipo just bought 72 kilometers of land. Kalaboro, Kabata, hey, in the name of Jesus. I said, you will kill yourself. <laughs> you will eh, kill yourself. You can't go to, you see, look, listen to me. I'll say it again. You see, you can't go to the Bible and go and stand for 72 kilometers of land. Are you the only one in this world? If all, if only the believers in this world buy 72 kilometers of land, say no land will not remain. Grow sense now. Even if you buy land, there will be no road to the land. That land is just your great grandchildren. And you know, see, look, and I, I, you know, and I had to, exp- I didn't talk to them, but I'm like, but you see, that's the gift of faith. For, for, look at some people's faith. It is not his normal faith. Yes, that is, no, it's not even welcome. That is someone's faith that he could lay hold. That the, the see, let me understand, you know, yes, God's all faith. That is the gift of faith. The God's all faith come upon him. Ah, yes, for a purpose, and he he, he lay claims on that thing. God, well, he's building universities, so you need it. He's has two. He's doing great things. So God's all faith comes on him for that purpose to do it. I cannot now go and say, have you have you trusted God for some kilos of land before? I beg. See, I'm looking for correct people. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Trust God for your 100 by 100. You'll be fine. <laughs> Leave this 72, 72 kilometers. I mean, you, you know, so I'm saying it because sometimes, you know, you see believers and I know what you're... <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Jessica's laugh, I don't understand today. <laughs> you laugh so then you rock about church. <laughs> Amen. You see, I'm saying it because, see, See, sometimes when you say, Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I, I, you see where I want to go to, and I don't want to go there because you know, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't want to be persecuted. I like myself. Let me just stay where I am. Amen. But you see, there's some things. 
You see, that's what. Ah, ah, ah. I was looking for my water so that I would drink it. I would drink the water, but, but you see, you can't trust God for island. Like, really, you can't. Like, for real. Yes, and the oil well. You, 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 you simply can't. Because you don't have God's word for that. So, like, eh? you, you, you don't. This is that first principle. Faith is based on God's word. Amen. When you have God's word. Or you see, or, or in, but you know. But you know what? God can enlarge your heart. Can keep enlarging your heart. And you can learn about the you see now, now listen, listen, listen. Now we're now and the gift of faith can come upon you. Hi God. And you take that island. And you take that oil field. But you cannot come and start flipping the Bible looking for oil field. You will not find it. If you are don't worry, people for don't find that since don't they move into these things and but guess what also your faith can be growing amen Too much. People are just too much. This church. From granite oil. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. This church is too much. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Let's read Second Thessalonians one. We'll go back to First Corinthians where where this time. I, I'm really pray, I pray I'm helping you. I pray I really pray I'm helping you. Uh-huh, yeah. So that because so you see, if you study revival, you know what has caused problem imbalance. People are not balanced on God's word. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, and look, see, things will, look, as you develop yourself, it goes on. Things will happen to you. I guarantee you. You see, if you look at, look at, look at, look at Philip. The Bible, he was a deacon. He was a deacon. But he developed himself in God's word. Later on, we see Philip the evangelist. And this one man got a whole city. A whole, a whole city. Eh? Two cities. But he, my point is that he got everybody born again. Like everybody, oh. One man, one man machine, you understand? The way Benjamin used to do. Yes. <laughs> it is you I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. One man machine. 
Hallelujah. Only him. He just entered the city. <laughs> Only him. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Pretty gospel power, born again, people crutches, everything. He cry, cry. And there was great joy in the city. Hallelujah. One man. Hallelujah. Without Mike. Without Mike, Jamie. Serious that when they wanted to get them filled with the Holy Ghost, they sent two people. Yeah. One man oh, got everybody born again. But guess what? That man could not get all of them filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey. He could not get one. One, he just stayed in his area. I pray I'm learning something. Just stayed in his area. He didn't try and be apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, and every other gift. Bugao. <laughs> Only him. Only him. Only him. No, yeah, guys. I got a this. I got a this. No, you don't want one evangelist is wanting, but when you did the whole city, that's a different. That's a, that's a different level altogether. Amen. Hallelujah. I see people enjoying this service. I've been blessed. Amen. We can go home. We can go home. Truly. Yeah, but he didn't go. He just uh, when they when the apostles of Samaria heard that the, they, when they heard that Samaria received the word, they sent Peter and John. Go when they were come down, pray for them. <laughs> Peter just go. You know, see, and God is. You know, sometimes we should not. We should just follow God. Oh. This guy, after this Christ, he didn't even start church. Hey, 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 hey. You see. Evangelist, he didn't say Philip the pastor, he just stayed there. He, didn't, he just stayed in his place, he just do work. This will come say, Tall guy, then he now left to go and preach to one man. God led him to go and preach to one man after getting cities born again. Yes, and he followed. And the way he followed is interesting, you know? it's interesting because the spirit said to him, Go and stand, go and stand in that desert. Hallelujah. God, after this powerful ministry, hallelujah. And the, the, the work of the Lord, you know, should not suffer. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, see, see after this, ha, kalatush, the, hmm, God, no, no, we, no yeah, yeah. We need, we need partners for the ministry, you understand? You know, we, we need, look, he just obeyed God. Do you know he did not know why God said he should stay there? He just stood there. Nothing. As he stood there in the desert road, yes, sir. Yes, sir. our road no find nobody. This guy we were find one part here. Just standing there, you don't even know it happens. Some they beat you. That's why some people don't. That's why things don't happen to some people. That's why they miss God. They are natural. They they use their natural destiny to judge. They don't know when they should move. When things have when God has finished with you in one place, go somewhere else. No. We are starting. Ah, this is a good work. Hallelujah. I'm preaching. I know. I'm, yeah. So, so he stood there. Then, after a while, 
a chariot was passing you know and i bet it was not only one chariot that passed i want to bet that little child these days we'll call it cars or something or child but the chariots were passing and he saw one and god said join yourself to that chariot <laughs> yes and he said you know the bible says we ran after the chariot because now chariot now horse with wheels doing something so you know ran after him and he was hearing this man reading the book of Isaiah aloud I, I, you some, some things is just I don't even know God God the way God arranged things yeah. but you just only this guy you would have just said I don't understand God if this guy is going to stop he should stop see I see look <laughs> No, no, do you understand what I'm saying? You understand? I mean, I do, do you understand what I just finished doing? Uh, if this guy should stop, he should stop now. Uh, uh, I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand. See my suit. <laughs> but he's running. And this guy said, and he asked the guy, understand that what thou read it? He said, oh, I understand. He said, somebody show me. And the Bible says he, he taught, he preached Jesus from that very scripture. Amen. The man got born again. Right there, they find water for desert. Do water baptism. When he came out of the water, he was gone. Hi. Hey! Now, the question is, how would that have happened to him if he didn't go? If he didn't go and stand in that desert? You know, many of us want these great things happening to us. But the simple obedience, the, the steps, that God is giving you. You're not ready to take it. No. Because you want to see the whole picture. You want to see everything. You see, and that's why we, we also must teach faith. Because faith is, even the instruction of your heart, faith is acting on God's word. So you see, there's acting on God's word here. Amen. And there's God's word to you. Amen. Thank you, man. And there's God's word to you. I hope you're finished taking your pictures because nah, I've tried. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, and when it comes to spirituals, it is actually the same process of stepping out on the little things. Tell about step out on the little things. Step out on the little things. If you don't step out, like Philip, if Philip didn't go, you know, I you know, I think, I think it's. You see, we're in, we're in an age of sensationalism. So we want this. Um, we want drama with our actions. Yeah. You know, so we want drama. So I want you to imagine Philip now standing that at that crossroad in this desert, just standing. Because that is the instruction he has. Just to stand. Yes, we don't know how long. One hour, two hours. How long did Philip stand? I knew you to get this. But he stood and waited for the next instruction. And sometimes it takes faith to wait. So just to just to wait. 
not do anything. You know, you want to do something when an age now says, No, what is that thing we tell people? ASAP or what is that? Why they, why they, why they, why they slow? Why they dull? Hey, don't they dull? Don't they dull? Why they dull? Any action? <laughs> so, some of God's action are to stay one place. God do anything again. Then the next instruction join yourself to this child. And you see, so spirituals are like that. If you don't, if you, if you, if, if you're waiting to see the full picture, things that pertain to the spirit, you see, if you're waiting to see the full picture, you will never go anything. You're like, okay, I should sing this song, God. Okay. So which song would I sing after that, God? Ah, you see, you have missed it. Yeah. I should preach this message. But so how will I preach? What is the conclusion of the message? Ah, you go there. You have missed it. You will preach, oh. You understand? But you won't truly minister in the power of the Spirit. You won't truly minister in the power of the Spirit. People will be blessed. People will even tell you after that that we are blessed. But even you, you know. I'm a minister, I can tell you, even me, I know that mm-mm, I didn't get to where I'm supposed to get to. I didn't get, I didn't get there. And I know I, I struggled with it. I struggled with spirituals. But the main struggle is that we, we want to know everything and we, we, we want the end to be a, a, a super, super fantabulous end and everybody shouting, yeah! You know, every service is not God doesn't want to shout to. Okay. Amen. I had to, as a pastor, I, I can tell you that I had to die to that one. Hallelujah. That every service will be a shouting service. Everybody will be shouting. Woo! And if no, I'm saying because if you're not careful, you want to be preaching shouting messages. Yes. Amen. The spirituals. So, follow after charity. And desire spirituals, but rather that he may prophesy. Now, he taught us something later on. Um, what verse is that now? Okay, go back to First Corinthians 14, please. While I do that here, eh? I said Second Thessalonians. We didn't read it. Okay, let's let's come back. Second Thessalonians. Let's read it. I just realized we didn't read it. The scripture I wanted to read here was verse three. Yeah, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly. And the charity of every one of you all towards each other abounded. Look, I listened to a tape of Kenegan tape, it's not up to two weeks. He quoted this scripture. And he said something that I was like, Oh my God, it's so true. So he's talking to this church, eh, and he says it's that we are about to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet. Then he said, because that your faith groweth exceedingly. And can he said something that, look, as a pastor, you see it. He said, you see somebody in church. They say, I've been in church five years. You see another person that just got born again. But because this person that is just born again is doing the right things, his faith is growing exceedingly. You know, you can, and I was like, oh yeah, it's true. 
So his faith is growing. His faith is growing exceedingly. His faith is growing. His faith is growing. His faith is growing. Then his faith, his faith too, come past this guy with the church for five years. Ah, okay, church is quiet. I know church go quiet. You see, that's why maybe I was not going to read this verse. And I was like, it's true. So this guy that is with church for five years, he starts vexing. When we start recognizing the faith of this other brother, they start vexing. That you, you, maybe here, you be here. So what? Hey. What can I say? Oh, get it. The church is quiet. Let me go to First Corinthians. So, yeah. I don't think it's true. You know what? I, I, I told someone this week, yeah. I told the person, I said, you know what I've noticed? You know what I've noticed, Pastor? You see, the people that take notes in church, eh? And they go back home, or they collect the message, and go back home and read and study those notes. I have noticed that they are always different. No, I don't know. They are always different. They are different. Look, do you let me tell you, church, you can stay here. I can tell Sunday, Sunday Christians. And when I say Sunday, Sunday, they don't open their Bible till next Sunday. Some of them don't even get Bible. As, as they come to church, as we say the grace, hallelujah, we say, Bible, your grace, hallelujah. <laughs> the Bible is grace till next Sunday. Amen. They are not going to open, they are not going to study, they are not going to read nothing. It's, it's, it's different. The, 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 what the person, how the person talks and behaves is different. Over time, um, uh, it, uh, it is bound to happen because if someone is watering the word of God that you're hearing and someone is not, it's going to show. Yeah. Amen. It's going to show. Okay, let's, no, no, if you are not happy with that one, let's go yeah. to prophecy. You're not, you're not happy. Just confess, you're not happy. Yeah. First, <laughs> we are like, we just preach us happy message. This Sunday, you see, boy is stressing us. Let's just preach. <laughs> Let the prophet speak two or three, and that by cause. Let the others sit and judge. So we have moved on. Amen. First Corinthians 14. Move. Lade, I'm not the one who. It is Lade. See, this scripture is not Miss Lade. <laughs> so follow after charity. But rather that he may prophesy. Now, let me, let me give a. A framework. I think that's the best I would do now. Let me give a framework. Then we can put the pieces in this framework um, as we go, because this is also an area, a serious area of confusion, serious one. Amen. It. I'm so and and maybe because it's unique to our dispensation, there's 
a lot of confusion in this area okay so um about about the utterance gifts tongues um in, in first corinthians 12 you see tongues interpretation of tongues and prophecy all right amen and there seems to be an issue in this area and because we have cultural issues join it makes it it really makes it messy makes it messy seriously makes it really messy uh, i will i will help you i will save your life today what i will tell you no seriously it, it will help you so like i said i'm giving you a framework okay just everybody just you use it to hinge things if your neighbor is sleeping wake them up wake wake everybody up everybody should hear wake up <laughs> okay Mm-hmm. Wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, wake up. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I'm not offended that you're sleeping. No. It's normal. It's a normal thing. If they slept, so they fell from stairs. Um, it's a great apostle Paul's ministry. Who am I? Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So just, just wake up. So, um, There are three classes of tongues. If you are writing, write to. If somebody is confusing you later on, and you say you are, you are, you are my member, you mean you write to. If you understand this, it will really simplify this for you a lot. Okay, please get this. So there are three classes of tongues, right? Amen. So there is tongues as a devotional gift what you use in your your prayer language which is what when we get filled with the holy ghost which is what we receive in the infilling of the holy ghost amen hello what did i talk tongues as what devotion what will be devotion Prayer time prayer because i also realized that english is a problem in this country yes so we have to be breaking the english down there's no need speaking big english that nobody's understanding yes, uh-huh. pastor d take note so, so um, <laughs> so there's devotion the, the tongue that's the that tongues is for for you okay then you now have tongues as a manifestation of the spirit yes amen Tongues as a manifestation of the spirit, or you could say a gift of the spirit, but technically it's manifestation of the spirit. So you have tongues as a devotional gift, then tongues as what? As a manifestation of the spirit. Hello? Are we all good? There's one more class. Oh. The other class of tongues is tongues as a ministry gift. In other words, there are people who the way the minister is in tongues and of course with interpretation okay so you have tongues as a devotional gift you have tongues as a manifestation of the spirit amen then you have tongues as a ministry please understand this now you see this understanding is what the early church had so when they were talking to them and when you're reading these scriptures they knew what you were talking about hello they knew what we were talking about. So, 
and they, they, they and there were some confusions and they, some of these teachings you see first Corinthians 14 it cleared it up for them so like when we go to verse 20 no no um, um chapter 12 verse 28 go back please 12 28 and God had set some in the church, first apostles, secondly prophets, thirdly teachers. Who is he? He's talking about ministry gifts. After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, diversities, governments, diversities of tongues. He's talking about ministries. He's not talking about your devotional gifts. He's not even talking about the manifestation of the Spirit. Amen. He's talking about ministries. These are people. He has set some. This some. Okay, sorry. Is that some? This some in the church. Apostle is a person. Prophet is a person. Teacher is a person. Miracles is a person. Gifts of healing is a person. Helps is a person. Government is a person. Diversities of tongues is a person. You understand? So there are three classes of it. Okay. On the other hand, I just forgive. You know, sometimes you're trying to teach, so you're you're looking for ways to. Say. On the other hand, for prophecy, there are two kinds, and this one is the one that gets people. People don't really have problem with tongues, interestingly, as the way they have with prophecy. Prophecy, there are two kinds, and I'm putting that kinds in. So, let's continue to First Corinthians. 14. What are the three classes of tongues? Mood. Mood, you, you, you checked out. I feel those now here I feel they turn the preacher. <laughs> Keyboard will not save you this one. Uh-huh. Devotional gift. Mood you hear? Manifestation of the spirit and what? I don't come with saliva for church. I'm going to arrange myself. Verse 2. Let's read from, continue from verse 2. For he that speaketh on no talk, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth it, but how it in the spirit is speaking mysteries. Verse 3. But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. This is the Bible definition of prophecy. You speak to men to edification. To edify is to build. To exhort is to call near. You draw near with the words. You call people near to God. And to comfort is to comfort. (laughs) It's to comfort. Now, I'm saying it because um, this is what we call the simple gift of prophecy. I told you there are two streams. The simple gift of prophecy. Tell your neighbor, simple gift. Simple gift. Amen. Simple gift. So you can come and you know, and you can just minister and, and say words that people will be fired up, people will be defied, people will be built up, people will be called near to God, people will be comforted. It will bless you, it will just comfort you. Now, there is the other kind of prophecy. Please just forgive. I'm just teaching it the way that I'm trying to break it down so that you understand. The other kind of prophecy is the one that gets people in trouble the most. Yes. 
This one, ah, oh, this one is a serious matter. And all this drama, I'm just doing it for emphasis so that you remember what I said. Uh-huh. This other one, eh? Let me call, let me put it this way. Even the way I want to put it, I know I still have to explain it. But let me put it. It's prophecy with revelation. What did I say? You can call it complex prophecy. If you want. Compound prophecy. Compound prophecy. It's not the, the, the prophecy. Now, when we say revelation, let me qualify that, actually. Prophecy with prediction. Who knows what prediction is? You can this is comp- complete football. <laughs> Jessica is the only woman I know that used to buy football magazine with her money. Lade? Yeah, I forgot. I think they play ball. Phoebe? Ah, okay, no wonder. All, all of you look alike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, 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 now that you have said it, I'm seeing some, you understand? Some resemblance. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, hallelujah. Phoebe, Lady, Jessica. Okay. Let me tell you one. Let me tell you one. One. Let me tell you something. One day I was I was talking to one sister in Abuja Church. And I was talking to her. And I was just like, ah, how far? I said, ah, I noticed that you don't like her friends, you know, ladies are your friends. I said, I bet she, she doesn't want woman wala. I said, ah, woman wala. I said, what do you want know woman wala? I said, ah, I beg, me, I don't want. I said, ah. So me I'm not in Abuja church. I mean this is long ago. This is this is almost seven or eight years ago. He said, No, me doesn't want woman wala. This woman was telling me she doesn't want woman wala. Uh, so I was like, okay. I said ah, that no that women, she's not complaining about women. In front of church, oh, in fact she was a church worker. <laughs> so I said, I, so I know I know that I said, but the women that in my life, the women I don't I don't I don't know what is woman wala with these people. He said, which women? I say like Jessica, Jamie. He said those ones. Those are women, men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said said those are women, men. I said women, men. He said yeah, those ones are women, men. <laughs> so men of valor inductees with a hell of that. Look, I just say love because too much. Those are women, men. How do I have a feeling this year shall last? <laughs> Hallelujah. Prophecy with prediction. Prophecy with um, with revelation. No, when I say prediction, as in that prophecy is foretelling something. And that's the one people know and people want and they long for. And that's why it puts them in trouble. Because you know what? Parain don't change. Oh. What did I talk? Parade, don't wait in, don't change. Now, you see, in the Old Testament, can I have uh, left her come? Uh, what's you? What's you come? Left her come. Peron, come. Just come. 
Sta bene, non hai tanto problema. Ok, just stay there. Stay there, you. I want you to imagine. You see me now. And this. No, no, move, move to. Don't, don't block my view. Move to one. Just stay by the door. Shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> so, now, you see, in the Old Testament, there were three anointings. I think Bobby. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Reverend Phillips. Uh, <laughs> I think he mentioned it. Is it last Sunday or two Sundays? But yeah, there was the prophet, the priest, and the king. Those are the, those three anointings. Only one person occupied three of them that time. But they had these three anointings. Now, what we call the ministry gifts now, what the only ministry gift in the Old Testament was the prophet. Hello, what did I talk? One way you can look at it that inside the prophet was prophet, apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher, ministry of helps, all of everything, government, everything we read, everything was inside this gift. Except tongues, because tongues is new. But every ministry gift, every ministry gift was inside this guy. Okay? Good. Oh, yeah, so come. In the Old Testament. But are we in the Old Testament? No. no. So come. So, in the New Testament, God has now created different ministry gifts. He has removed it. I want to think about it. From one anointing. Think of it that way. And spread it. He has spread it. Spread the so-called prophet. He spread everything. Now, you see, I always find it interesting when people who call themselves prophets are still trying to claim this Old Testament one. You cannot. You cannot claim this one. It's gone. You understand? The, the prophet of the New Testament is different from the prophet of the Old Testament. Hello? The prophet of the New Testament is different. It's, look, I want you to imagine they remove pastor from this guy, apostle, removed, teacher, evangelist, evangelist you know, tongues like that, removed. So this prophet is a, is a stripped down version. I'm not trying to mi- minimize yeah. the prophet of the New Testament. I'm just saying that it's not in the same class as the prophet of what? The Old Testament. Eh? So thank you. I will just remember this picture. Okay, good, now. So, having established that, right? Amen. That we're not, the prophet of the Old Testament is not the same class. Or the prophet of the New Testament is not the same class. Because in the Old Testament, it was the only ministry gift. It was the only ministry gift. Throughout the Old Testament, in the New Testament now, there are varieties of ministry gifts. We have what we call major ministries, and we have minor ministries. And all, just because imagine that all this was, all this was what came out from the office of a prophet. So there's still a prophet, but this prophet is not the same. And cannot be the same. No matter how the prophet wants to be the same as this guy, he cannot. Hello? I know some prophets may not be able to hear it, but it is the truth. And I owe you the truth. Yes, 
So, there is still. So now, so what do we notice? That's why I started First Corinthians fourteen, verse one. What do we notice? God wants all of us to prophesy. Hey, okay, okay, okay. You're like, okay. But the prophecy is talking about. I told you how many kinds of prophecy are there. What is the first one? Simple gift of uh-huh, and words <laughs> that has foretelling. Now, because what is prophecy? It's inspired utterance in a known tongue. It's, it's inspired. All the, all the utterance gives their inspired utterance. Inspired means you didn't like think about it. It came to you and you said it. Okay? Inspired utterance in a known tongue. So, the prophet in the New Testament, of course he can prophesy simple gift of prophecy right and all of us can also do that one so but sometimes the prophet of the new testament can have revelation in his own prophecy hello he can have prediction or foretelling he can say something that is going to happen in the future in his own prophecy. Yeah? 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 So the prophecy is with revelation. So you cannot talk about the revelative gifts inside. Like the word of well, yeah, no, ah, let, no let us not let's not let's not mix it. Let's not mix it. So and, and it's good that you brought it up so that I can clarify that out. Now the gifts of the spirit do they work together? It doesn't matter whether it's a prophet, a apostle, we say most of the times the gifts of the spirit they work together. So you can have a word of knowledge. Now, a prophet's foretelling is not word of knowledge. Word of knowledge is what is what you know what is happening now. Eh? No, 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 understand. Understand understand this difference, please. Word of knowledge is what it's facts in the mind of God. You have facts in the mind of there are facts, present tense, realities in the mind of God. And you know that. Now, but the word of wisdom. Listen now, listen. The word of wisdom is God's, is, is God's, is a revelation of God's will. Do you understand? It's a revelation of God's will. Now, but a revelation of God's will is a bit different from telling what will happen in the future. You see, I have a word, if I have a word of wisdom towards you, I can say, understand, the prophet can walk in the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge. In fact, we define a prophet in the New Testament. But I can have a word of wisdom concerning you, especially when it comes to these personal things. But I can also predict something. So we have a prophet in Acts 11, Agabus, who predicted, it's not the word of wisdom, do you understand the difference? It's just a small difference. You can even call it a word of wisdom to make you happy. But, but technically, he predicted that there shall be a drought. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. You understand? It is, that is not part of God's wisdom concerning you. A word, a fraction of God's wisdom concerning your life. It's, it is not. 
So he predicted a, a drought that man, far mind they come, half man, you know. Yes, which enabled. So that was what he did. Okay. Now, that same prophet in Acts 21, he went to Paul. He came to the brethren, all the brethren were hanging out, this is Antioch. And this guy carries Paul's belt and said, The owner of this belt. This is how they will bind him in Jerusalem. He, he tied himself and said, This is how the owner of this belt will be tied. The, all the brethren started crying. <laughs> yeah! No! Don't, Paul, don't go to Jerusalem! <laughs> I'm doing all this so that you remember this message. <laughs> don't go! And Paul says, Why you cry? All of you, and break my heart. You know? And I love what he said that I'm not just ready to go, but I'm ready to die. But this is what I'm trying to say. What Agabus did, Paul already knew because in, verse, in Acts 20, he says that the Holy Ghost witnessed to him that bonds and affliction awaits him. So, this is this rule. This rule, don't forget. There is any time a prophet gives you a personal prophecy that you don't know about before, just thank you, just throw it away. Just jump and pass. Say thank you, sir. God bless you. Be respectful and just walk. Amen. Why? Because we are now born again. We are now born again. Amen. We we have a holy the Holy Ghost who is dwelling in us, who is bearing witness with our spirits. Amen. How God wants us to be led now is by that Holy Ghost that is in us. Anything external. It's only confirmation to what we already know. Hello? So, people have entered trouble because some people have prophesied husband to them. They have entered trouble. Some people have prophesied uh, money, money out of their pocket. They have entered trouble. People have prophesied. So, what I'm saying is, please, church, please, if you don't know something, nobody can come and tell you. Nobody should come and tell you. You know, you may not even be, let me put it this way. And let me say something about, even if you have a word for somebody, you really be sensitive whether you should say it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, sir. You know, a lot of people want some of these offices, but when you get there, you don't realize how hard it is. Yes, Kenny Hagen said that sometimes he can look over a congregation and he knows two or three people who are going to die. Yeah. You know two or three people who are going to die. Yes. And you can't say it. I mean, you understand? Yes. Because under that anointing, your eyes will be open and you can know things as God permits about people. You don't know everything. Amen. But what? You can know certain things under that anointing. But it does not mean you should open your mouth and talk amen hallelujah but now now in the new testament what we even do is just to confirm what somebody already knows amen amen 
so i'm saying that because a lot of times we use the word prophecy prophesy we use it loosely when i mean loosely we just use it we just talk we don't say ah he prophesied prophesied but really there are two kinds of prophecy one has is a simple gift edification exhortation and comfort and god is instructing us and requesting us and demanding on us that we should stretch for that amen hallelujah amen but the other kind that comes with foretelling or prediction or confirming or confirm what somebody that one just wait your call yeah amen hallelujah now let me say something that will help everybody you see eh, as you are your final yes. now what i mean is i see a lot of people under let me let me, i was in joss let me tell you let me give you this when i was in joss um, days of glory When I was in just days of glory, I had this interesting thing happen. So Rev was ministering the, the night I arrived. Um, a man of God preached, then Rev. The Rev ministered the next morning. So that night that Rev, she was Rev was second person. Rev preached powerful message, and Rev began to lay hands on people. And Rev made a call. And the people that came out were plenty. So as Rev's manner is, he called, he invited the ministers to come and help him lay hands on people. Now, to be honest, I was, I just arrived, I was a bit tired, I didn't even want to go, I sat down, so me, I literally just dragged myself to the stage, I confess. I just came, oh God, lay hands on people again, hallelujah. Amen. But I noticed this lady. By the time we minister stood, she did her face like this. She wanted rep. Yeah, her face like this. As in, she don't even look us minister side. So I noticed it. I noticed her body language. So me, I didn't even go near her. So they were ministering. And she, I even stood in front of her. So like, <laughs> so I, I just, I, I wasn't prepared. I kind of waited. I'm like, ah, this guy can't receive from me. So I'm not a man of God. I'm not a man of God that if I just even preach before Rev, he came. Ah, the sister was like this. Sister, no send the man of God. Man of God laid hands on her. She was not happy. She was not happy. The sister was not happy. And you know, of course, when he lay hands on you, the usher will usher you away. <laughs> sister. No, literally. So I started there. <laughs> and so I, I was watching this drama. <laughs> so the so finally. So Rev came this way and thought, I'm a minister, you know. I just, I said, yes, you. Because she was already in the crowd. I said, you. I said, come. So she came. Rev was standing beside me. So he came. I said, Rev, minister to this guy. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a nice guy. I told you before. <laughs> Sometimes. Ah, ah. <laughs> so I got it again. And you don't know, pray for a joy life. <laughs> you're, not, you're crying as she was going. I'm like, say, oh, you of little feet. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and I. I, I you know, so it, it, it kind of. It, I'm, I'm telling this story, I'm saying this because I can't help but notice the, the latching on of ministers. It's a latching on. You latch on. I can't help but notice it. And that story was just a classic example. And I, I just, look, we, I want the best for you. If that will help your faith, if it will help your faith, was it that I couldn't pray for her and receive? Was it that the other men of God that were there, she no send any man of God, plus the owner of the church, she no send them. <laughs> plus the church which she did, plus her pastor joined. You understand? She no send. She no send anybody. She no, her, look, she set her feet like a flint. So I noticed this latching on on ministers, and we anchor our feet on them. Amen. And you, you, you see it a lot. If it will help your faith, honestly speaking, anything to help your faith, if it will help you believe God, if, if it will help you. But unfortunately, church, it's just that sometimes we don't want to do, be doing statistics. But unfortunately, Many of these, you're, you're, you can even have temporary reprieve, but because you don't have God's word, you, you still come back to the same situation and you need another extra dose. <laughs> yes, you now need an extra dose. So that's, you see this cycle. Now, I remember the first woman that got healed when I prayed for her. I remember the very first woman. I will not forget who are doing, uh, we used to call it Miracle Elite Convention. We used to call it something in Angpa. God of the much more. I remember I preached that day. And I came to the healing line. And we, we stood. And the first person that I was going to minister to, I stood before this woman. And the woman said the most amazing thing. I was like, I stood before her. You know, she just said, I like, so um, what are you here for? She just said, if you lay your hands on me now, I'll be healed. I said, eh, ah, I'm going to carry. Look, the woman was ready. I knew that it was not my faith. This woman was ready to receive. I was just the point of contact that she needed. I touched this woman. This woman just let out a scream. She just started jumping. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. Look, the place cut out. God, that day, that day, Angpa, Angpa Church, everywhere. But you know what? Even me, I knew it was not me. Even me, I knew it was not me. He had nothing to do with me. This woman, her faith was in the right place. And guess what? I know she will keep her healing. 
Amen. I know for a fact that she will not come for an extra dose. Booster. Booster shot. <laughs> I know because her faith is anchored on the right thing. Amen. Now, I say this because, and I will end on this point, that you see, revivals that have happened, revivals that have happened, healing revivals, it would be like, take healing revival. After a while, it was like, if healing was in the air, if you just pray for someone, person you're getting it, pray, but because people are getting healed, it doesn't mean that they had the word of God. And guess what? Some ministers even built their ministries on the healing that was going on. And Kenny Hagin told them, he says, he says, you guys will come and go, but I'll still be here. Because you're building on the gifts, not on the world. And he said, guess what? Many of them have come and gone, but he's still here. Because he's building on the world. Building on the word. Building on the word. Oh, you should need God's general. See ministers who built on their gifts. Built on the manifestation of the spirit. No, it's important. But we are building on the word. We are standing on the word. It is God's word in us. That is sustaining us and holding us. Whether the gifts are in manifestation or not, the word of God works. Amen. We need this gift for supernatural advertisements. Amen. Hallelujah. And for great things, we're supposed to do great things. But what? We are standing on the word. Casey Price, one of the greatest messages I've ever preached. I, that's how they, look, if I've listened to that message several times, many times. Recently, if I, if, I, if, I want, if I want to get fired up, I'll listen to that message. The title of the message is The Other Side of Signs and Wonders. The other side of signs and wonders. And I listened to that and I'm like, oh my. And he taught and he was teaching that the Bible did not say that the just shall live by signs and wonders. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. Amen. So we desire it. You see, God's what I told you, desire but we don't build on it. We don't come to church and every time we're like, what's the prophecy? What's the prophecy? You see, you see people start missing it. Yes. We, if, it's, if it's a manifestation, we're ready to cooperate. We learn about it. We desire it. What's your favorite food? What's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite food? Boiled Irish potato. Better? What kind of favorite food do people have? Boiled, boiled. You like jacket potatoes? You too like it? So you would not have like correct food, like freshly frozen lasagna or something. You would just have. You just have a. You would just have a. What's that? You would just have a. What's it called? I'm not saying, I mean, look, come on, give me, give me, give me. Okay, like you guys really like it. Ah, okay. I, I, I don't know now, sorry. Pete. 
Somebody will tell me it's Fura that they like now. Oh, <laughs> You're looking at me like you like it. <laughs> With milk. <laughs> is it the same Fura? Yes. Ah, it is well. I'm staying away from you. <laughs> With granite inside. Wait, coconut? Granite? The no no. Banana? You don't have favorite food. Oh, you like me now. You like good food. Yeah. Tell me good food. Tell me good food. What is good food? Yeah. Uh -huh. Rice, kaya chicken. One more, 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 one Okay, uh, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, oh Lord. So let's say you took several lives food. <laughs> now, but this is my point. Let's say that's the food you like. Well, we're going to stick with that. That one sounds more interesting than you people's own. Apart from this kunu, kunu, banana, and granite, and, and, and coconut. Fura, sorry. Fura. Oh, okay, okay. No, they have been giving me formula from there. But let's say this the food they described that I can't, it's undescribable food that they described. <laughs> now every day they chop arm. No. Uh-uh. Why? we do that sort of every day. Is, is my point. What I don't start for touch. <laughs> it's because you're eating our food. <laughs> Did I hear one joke? Was he in my office? Someone was saying that about Jimmy and Jessica. He like, ah, Jimmy, there's no food in your house. I mean, there's something. Just Jimmy said, why should there be food in my house when there's food in Jessica's house? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why should I solve myself? <laughs> why should I cook like I go to Jessica's house? <laughs> but no matter how you like the food, you're not going to eat it every day. Amen. No matter you, 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 you're just not going to eat it every day. In fact, because you like it, you eat it every day. Because when you want to eat it, 
that day you will fast small so that you go chop where where you understand you know you 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 be that's how the my soul spirit is amen hallelujah we can't live by it and, and, and it's true see no matter you like a food you know that everything is not in the food you have to get what that is you know uh-huh. you have to hallelujah amen you have to get other things praise God and that is how the the things spirituals uh, and that's why we always have God's word God's word is our balance what God's word says is always our balance thank God for those things and we will get into those things amen but we are not going to we are not going to make the same mistakes they made in other revivals when we, we are living for it the bible tells you you're healed but you're waiting for the gifts of healings hey yeah we're going to use this thing for supernatural advertisement we will carry it out of the church but here we're living by faith amen because the just shall live by faith amen let's give thanks to god i have to stop now thank you lord thank you lord Give him praise. Many people came to Jesus. Many people came to Jesus. But oftentimes, even when he ministered to them, even when, when, when virtue flowed from him, it's interesting what he told them. He didn't tell them that my power has made thee whole. He told them that your faith has made you whole. Even the woman with the issue of blood that evidently virtue left Jesus. Evidently. Jesus told her, woman, thy faith has made thee whole. Thy faith has made thee whole. Thy faith has made thee whole. So we come to you and we bow our knees. Oh, so I come, so I come to you. Oh, and I bow my to the one to the one that i adore you're the one you're the one thank you for listening you can call us on 091 you can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at SGC Kaduna.